All right. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the amazing Kat Kachanska. Kat, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, your business, what you do, what you stand for? Okay. So, um, my business is called um, Lazy Profit Lab, and I've created it essentially because I feel like in business, we strive really for success and for financial success. But what we quite often forget about is that financial freedom is not the same as freedom. Mm-hmm. And the way I feel that the way that we build our businesses are not really friendly to then taking yourself out of that business if you for example wanted to go off and have a actual maternity leave which obviously for a lot of business owners isn't actually a, um you know a luxury we can afford because we've got those businesses that you know we need to stay in so i'm um, what i've realized is in my life i've actually built something that meant that i could take a year out to actually spend a little time with my boy and I got myself to the point where I actually don't need to work um, to just pay my my bills and the idea behind the business is to really show how we can utilize our businesses to really give us and our families the the life with freedom not just the financial freedom. Mm -hmm. I mean I love that distinction between freedom, true freedom, what freedom means to you, which can be very different than what freedom means to me or to anybody else. And the the financial aspect, because yes, money can help, you know, ease that path towards that freedom, but ultimately yeah. you can have all the money in the world and still not be happy. Right. So it's, it's that understanding of what that actually is that we want to feel that freedom. Um, you know, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes there are times in the life that, you know, being able to give yourself a month or two off are um, important. And I didn't perhaps appreciate it nowhere near as much as when I had my little boy. Um, And actually then just being able to, you know, work a couple of hours a week to keep everything going um, or not work for like six weeks at a time was ideal. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your story. How did you get to that point to being able to take that time? Okay. So for me, (laughs) the story was very much, um, from drama to then more drama. And then it was just the, the rags to the riches story, if you like. So Mm -hmm. I, um, used to be in the corporate world. And when I was 26, um, two days after my 26th birthday, I was diagnosed with late stage of cancer. Mm. So not knowing whether I will make it or not, um, I bought my first property that was supposed to be a pension fund for my mom in case I didn't make it. Um, And then when I was then going through treatment um, and all that, I really started realizing that I don't want to stay in my corporate career. Um, There was way more to life that I just 
didn't I suppose see I was still chasing this rat race and you know the accolades and the corporate careers and um that my illness really changed my entire perception about what I actually want out of life um and then started purchasing some properties that like I said initially they were just supposed to be for my mum um when I was then well and better um I was very much just looking after these properties um did make some mistakes there was a company that really let me down quite badly so at some point I ended up with three properties all tenants have left two of these properties were badly damaged at the same in the same year it was the year where I actually um started my self-employment journey and I've spent like four thousand pounds trying to save the life of my dog that unfortunately didn't make it. Mm. So to say that I had a tough financial year was probably an understatement. At some point, I was actually carrying six jobs at a time um, just to meet the ends. I ended up 28 grand in debts um, and I got myself back from it. Um, Then went really a bit more into the property world set up um, another company there which is currently running Um, it's a company that I'm very very proud of Um, nowadays largely operates without my input or without much of it anyway Um, and um, that basically then meant that with all of the other investments that I was always making then it just means that I've got this um, X amount of money that every, every single month I make, whether I show up for a business or not, or whether I do anything or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that really created me this extra bandwidth of actually doing something that I truly love and believe in, instead of just trying to think what will make me money. Right, right. And I think creating life and business from that space is, again, just different. I mean, different. Yeah, understatement. It's yeah, it's completely transformational. So and and now what does your day to day life look like as far as working in your business and caring for your son? How old is your son, by the way? Um, so my little one will be turning um, 15 months in about two weeks time. Oh, oh I love it. So um, most of my days nowadays um, sort of look at, we sort of get up, we spend a couple of hours just playing with him and doing his sort of usual routine. And I sort of tend to work a couple of hours in the day um, when my partner looks after him. Um, My partner is also at home and we are actually in the process of retiring him so he can stay at home and look after a few things here. Um, And... Um, I usually actually most of my work happens in the evening so I tend to sort of just go on my little escapades and William comes with us every day like everywhere he goes to the properties like he comes to networking events with me so (laughs) he's the um, he's the very outgoing little baby basically (laughs) he's been dragged to all of my adventures with me bless him Um, and Um, If I've got any calls like with clients, then they tend to be during the day when my boys are walking. Um, We live in the countryside, so they usually just take themselves out of the the home just so I've got peace and quiet. Um, And um, yeah, and do the rest of the work sort of in the evenings um, before before just going to bed. So um, we sort of, we do it that way. And for the first 
probably six, seven months when William was first born. I didn't really do that much. But then, you know, that feeling when just something is hunting, like haunting you, the idea that you've got and it's like it just keeps sitting there. So I just knew that it was something that I just had to do. I wanted to do it. So here we are. How how did you get yourself, like, how did you push yourself to take that leap? Because I know there are so many women out there, so many who feel that exactly what you just described, that haunting, that knowing that you know that there's something you want to take and want to do, but it can be very, very scary to jump into it. How did, how did you do yes. that? Yes, it can be. And for me, that decision wasn't actually that straightforward because I was one of the three directors in another company. Mm-hmm. And I had to have a really good chat with myself about what it is that I actually want to be doing. It was the company that I love. I love what that company is doing, but it was not giving me joy anymore. Mm-hmm. And owning up to that fact took some guts and a lot of sleepless nights. Because for a while, I wasn't sure whether I was running away from it because it got difficult or, you know, we had some challenges or I just didn't know where to take it or whether I was giving it up because it just wasn't what my life was supposed to be anymore. And the only thing that helped me at the time was when I really sat with it and like thought about what I want to be doing and what that previous business was, for example, doing, what what did I feel like? you know, deep in your bones, what do you feel like when you think about the vision? Mm -hmm. Is it weighing you down or is it lighting you up? Mm -hmm. Because if it's lighting your soul on fire, you're onto something. But if the idea of doing the same thing over for like the next five years starting to weigh you down, then you really need to decide what type of life are you building for yourself. And I think, again having my little one i am i don't want to give my son an example of doing something because you feel you should right 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 no absolutely that's i i have a two-year-old toddler and that's one of the main ultimate reasons why i'm in my business is because i want to show him that he can live his life outside the box a little bit, go yes. after his his passions, understand what his purpose is and, and pursue that and not have to do something because it's what he's quote unquote supposed to do or feels like it's what's normal or what needs to be done. He's he's free to yes, if he has that that feeling, that haunting, that knowing that 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 little niggling feeling inside him that there's something more. I want him to feel like he can go go pursue that. So that there yeah. is magic. And don't get me wrong, before before I probably had a baby, I felt, I don't know, maybe 20% there. Because mm-hmm. it was already there, you know, show the example to, for example, your family or friends, you know, that it is possible. But it completely changes when you've got your little one. And yeah, you know, I could stay at home and have comfortable life and all that but I'm ambitious and (laughs) I can have a family and have a wonderful life with my family so for example tomorrow most of the day we're spending out 
doing Christmas shopping and just not really worrying about work and I'm fine with that um and I'm still okay I like taking him for a walk and when he falls asleep I will be there listening to things that interest me or studying for things that I want to find out more and I want to show him that you can have your cake and eat it you can design completely different life not the one that you know my parents for example dreamt of when they were younger um and not trying to fit into some sort of arbitrary mold i i love what you just said of i could do it that way but i'm ambitious so i'm gonna do it this way i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna do what i want <laughs> I, I yes i think that's gonna go on my wall um, <laughs> <laughs> um Without prying too much, you mentioned that you had some financial troubles and you were in debt uh, yeah. a bit before getting started. So how did you come from that place of being so deep in that hole? And, and I, I know what that feels like. How did you get past that and kind of bring yourself up to where you are now? Uh, okay, so I think if I really look back to it now, um, it really drilled down to a point where I really had to make a decision um, because I was at the point where um, my ex-boyfriend uh, at the time was not particularly supportive. Um, his idea was just just forget this whole being self-employed and doing your own business, just go back to work and, and, and pay off your debts that way. And um, I tend to be quite stubborn um, and because I think quite a few people at the time um, thought that this is exactly what I should do. Um, I was like, no, 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 I'm going to show you that I, I will do it my way and it will work. Damn it. <laughs> and so for me, it, it got to the point where I really had to make a decision. It was either sign the bankruptcy paperwork and let the banks repossess the properties or I had to change something. And for me, it was a very, very conscious decision. No, like, I will give everything to this. So at that point, it was obviously the, the immediate thing. There was none of this mindset stuff. I was not at the point where I could manifest a little bit of, you know, extra mm -hmm. client, for example, to make it go away. It was way more. What I really had to do is focus initially on just the logistics of the balances of what was coming in, what was coming out, hence the six jobs for, I carried that on for two months. And um, when I sort of just got a slightly little bit of a breeding space, that breeding space was then used to really look at, okay, let's look at, you know, a little bit of the mindset because it is difficult to create wealth out of that, out of fear. Yes, and yes. I'm not going to lie, I was scared, even though I wouldn't show it to people around me necessarily. I was scared deep down that this, all this is just an absolute failure and that I'm a failure and that maybe I'm just not made up for this. Um, so worked really on the, the very first thing. It was just, like I said, logistics and the finances in and out mindset then the second thing and then it really started improving things slowly but surely um repaid all of my debts um another thing was i really took responsibility for what i had so 
initially the reason why I ended up in the issue in the first place is because I essentially gave the responsibility of managing these properties to someone else. And that company didn't do a particularly good job with it. But I've realized after is that I didn't really check what they were doing. And that was a mistake. Part of what I believe in right now is nobody will manage your money better than you will. No mm -hmm. financial advisor, no mom and dad, not your husband, not your boyfriend, not your mentor, none of them. You are the best to manage your money. And that belief came from that is if I actually dug a little bit deeper, I would see straight away that that company was not doing things properly and it was opening me up to issues. Now, when the issues did start to sort of um, hit the, when the things really hit the fan, um, the company just folded. So I was just there left with nothing <laughs> but issues and two properties that I had to do up and another one would just, I just had to find a new tenant, which was, you know, it could be worse. All three could be like <laughs> damaged, <laughs> but it was pretty bad at the time. Um, but like I said, actually, just looking back, I could always find out that at some point it was my mistake that led to it. I think what you said of taking responsibility for it, I think that is an incredibly, incredibly crucial point that applies to more than just finances, more than just, you know, anything like that. It, with anything in your life, I think if you give your power away to it, that I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah. You have no longer are tied to those results. It's whatever happens, happens. And I think not that you have to be a complete control freak and have everything under your umbrella and not, uh, you know, delegate or give responsibility to others, but by by taking that responsibility onto yourself to to double check what's going on to have that it is within your power then to change things should things go wrong if you give away all of your power things go wrong people mistreat you you know bad things happen with with your offers your business your clients whatever if you've already given that power away then you do not have the power to change it you have to take that power back before you can even change it but if you keep that that responsibility, that knowing that this is something that that is is yours, it is your power, it is yours. That then you can instantly just jump in and and make those changes. So. I love that. I love that. I've got what I call it is radical responsibility. And like you said, it's not about me knowing everything, but me knowing enough to understand why certain things are being are being done that way. For example. Yeah. So um, I am no longer at a point where, um, you know, a large chunks of, for example, my wealth are being managed by someone else and I've got no idea what's happening with it. Why is it happening with it? And what's the purpose of actually doing it? Because this is where you really, really are just, you, you're leaving yourself exposed. And I don't believe that that is... Um, that, that that's not really the whole this is not what outsourcing is about right right and like yeah. you said you know understanding what's going on but still then leaving it to other people fine i've got no problem with that um 
but you do need to understand what's going on sort of behind the scenes because otherwise you're just running blind um so yeah radical responsibility i love that radical responsibility another thing for my wall okay <laughs> all right so do you have any i'm putting you on the spot here do you have any last minute hard-hitting advice for any of the listeners who are thinking of making some of these big leaps who are maybe down in a hole a little bit and needing to pull themselves up anything you would want to say to them yes yeah oh my god okay um, <laughs> the the question that you've just asked was something that i was sitting on um i think two days ago i know it's hard like if your life is not where deep down you know that you've got potential for way more but your reality doesn't match that potential that you know you've got deep down it creates discomfort like it's hard to be in that place and i know it because i've been there but it is just as hard as actually going for your dreams with the tenacity of a dateless cheerleader two weeks before prom and really giving it all because we sometimes sit back and think oh it's so hard because you know i'll have to like go on social media and what if i stumble what if i say something wrong you know there is just million things that we think oh what if what if what if well what if you just spend the next five years sitting in exactly the same spot where you are now and in five years time you will wake up with exactly the same dreams that you haven't went for like being stuck is just as hard as going out and figuring out this business stuff so you pick your poison which one would you prefer you don't get an easy way out like there is no easy life we all have got challenges pick wisely please it's worth it uh i got shelf okay on that note thank you so much kat for joining us where can people find you if they want to learn more about you okay so i'm on lazy profit lab um, you can find me on facebook and instagram um my website will be live very very soon <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as my va comes back from sick <laughs> and um so um yeah you will will obviously put the links but generally it's lazy profit lab or you can email me on cat at lazyprofitlab.com perfect thank you so much cat and thank you all for joining us this week on marketing like a mother if you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs then we would really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show and we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.